0: Hi listeners, Jenna here, and I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for supporting the podcast and listening to all of my great interviews that I've done so far. I hope to continue bringing you more amazing interviews with people that are right here in our community of Grand Prairie. But to do that, I need your help. If you love what I'm doing and want to see me do more, I wanna offer you a chance to support the podcast financially by making a donation to our PayPal account, which is at the Faces of Grand Prairie. It goes to help me with editing software, recording platforms and equipment, and my time so that I can keep bringing you quality interviews with people from around our city. No donation is too small, and all are very much appreciated. Again, that's our PayPal account, which is at Faces of Grand Prairie. Thank you so much in advance, and on to the interview. Hey guys, it's Jenna, the host of this podcast, Faces of Grand Prairie. And I wanted to record a a little mini episode about why I am doing this podcast and what it is about me that inspired me to do this podcast. So I want to talk about me a little bit and why this podcast is so much fun for me to do. I've always been someone who loves to talk to people all the time. It's something that I have done since I was a kid and it's something that as an adult I do and have always done really, really well. And My first indication that I was very good at having conversations with people was when I was in the restaurant industry and I started by waiting tables when I turned 18 and then I became the service manager of the Texas Roadhouse in Grand Prairie and I was the service manager there for a little while and I was service manager at uh, different locations um, for a little while in my life. and. I was very good at creating relationships with guests, and I didn't really even try to do that, though Texas Roadhouse has always been a culture. They've always created a culture for the people that work there to create relationships with guests and not just, you know, look at them as customers that are coming to eat dinner in your section, um, you know, every so often, but I... Existed in that culture and was trained in a culture that really cultivated those relationships with guests. So probably I could say that having that experience very early on in my young adult life of working for some place where I had an opportunity to really cultivate those relationships and have those conversations with people really gave me the ability to get really, really good at doing that. And I remember when I was promoted, my boss, who's Mike Madrano, who is the current uh, owner of the Texas Roadhouse, the managing partner of the Texas Roadhouse in Grand Prairie, he promoted me and being a service manager is more than just talking to guests. There's other things that go into it. <clears throat> One of those things is creating schedules for you know the people that work in your area. I was in charge of the front of the house, so I created the schedules each week for the servers and the, um, bus boys and the host stand and the bartenders. Um, I also was in charge of doing, uh, helping doing liquor inventory and, you know, counting the money at the end of the night. And there was a lot of parts of my job that were the day-to-day operations of running a restaurant. And I was not good at a lot of those things, <laughs> which is kind of funny looking back on it now. But I remember one time thinking, I just, this is not what I need to do. This, this job is just not well suited for me because other service managers did those things really well. And I just did not, I was always late with my schedules. I was always, you know, I, I never took very seriously some of those aspects of my job. And so I I remember asking my boss at the time why it was that he hired me. And he said, I didn't hire you because of all those other things. I hired you because there's nobody in the world that's better with the guests than you are. And I remember it would be busy on a Friday night. And I would just be electrified by the energy that was going on in the restaurant. I loved the excitement of having a lot of people in a space and being able to go through a crowd and really talk to people that were waiting or talk to people that were at their, their tables. And I remember there'd be multiple times in my tenure as um, manager where you know the servers would need me for something and nobody was able to find me. And lo and behold, I would be at table 334 having talked to a guest for the last 30 or 45 minutes about something random. I don't even know what it was. It'd be somebody that I just walked by and asked how their, how their meal was. And then I would strike up a conversation about some random topic and I would end up sitting down and just having these conversations and people were just, you know, floor that I just wasn't available to do other things that I should have been doing because I was the manager. Obviously I wasn't the social director at the Texas Roadhouse. I was the service manager. Um, but those conversations led to a lot of guest loyalty and it led to people feeling like they were a part of that particular restaurant and the environment they were a part of the culture because they knew who the manager was and i would remember them when they would come back in and we would have those conversations again and it happened all the time and i didn't realize how much of an impact that that had until later when people would talk about it later and I can't tell you how many people would come up and go, oh, I remember you from you know Texas Roadhouse, and you sat down with us and talked about whatever random topic it was. And I remember when I was about 25, I read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And it was an old book that he wrote several decades ago, and it's been reprinted and updated since then numerous times in numerous editions. But I remember reading that when I was 25, and I read the whole thing in a very short period of time. And I remember thinking to myself, this is exactly, if, if I could explain my brain and how it works, it would be this book. And it was all about how to connect to other people, how to, um, how to have, be a good conversationalist, how to network, how to talk to people. And I just realized that it came so naturally to me. That all was something that people had to learn how to do. And I just knew exactly how to do it. And it was something I took for granted for a long time. When I got into real estate, you know that, that particular skill set of mine came in very handy because I was a very good listener, and I was a very good, um, I, I could take in what people say, I could digest it very quickly, and it mattered to me what they had to say about anything. And I could have a conversation, and I could create those relationships that were very meaningful and where it created, a relationship that was built upon mutual understanding and, and trust and loyalty. And so my ability to have those conversations and talk to people really translated into me having a successful real estate career. Um, and I didn't have to do a whole lot of like social media marketing or anything like that. It was just, I was able to talk to just people all the time and and it turned into something wonderful. And so when I started this podcast, it, it occurred to me, you know, that I was, I was somebody that maybe these conversations were things that other people would want to listen to. And because I asked very interesting questions and because I was able to, um, find, find the interesting thing about other people that I felt like, you know, somebody else might want to hear about that maybe other people took for granted that they didn't they didn't really catch on in certain ways, I realized that that particular skill set of mine could turn out to be very valuable. And so when I started this podcast, it was mainly just so that I could talk to people and have conversations. And that's what it feels like every time I interview, interview someone is just having a conversation. And I've always been a person who finds the value in someone else's life or experience that is very meaningful, even if they don't see it as meaningful. And I've always been someone who feels like that thing that they have that's special and that's unique just to them or to their experience is valuable to someone else. And that in and of itself is is meaningful to that person because not very many people go around telling other people how special or unique that they are all the time and that you have something special that I don't see in someone else and that you have something to say that's important that someone else doesn't have to say there's been times that I've asked people to interview with me and they've said I don't really have anything interesting to say I don't really have a story to tell the thing that makes me interesting maybe is that I have this particular job and that's really what makes me interesting. And you might want to go talk to someone else cause they'll be a lot better at talking to you than I would. And I always tell people that number one, that's ridiculous because I truly don't believe that. I believe that everyone in this world has something valuable to say. I believe that everyone in this world has a valuable story, a valuable, um, personality trait, a valuable hobby, something that they is special and valuable just to them. And, that that is meaningful to the world. And so I, I feel like the world is better when we focus on the positive things about other people and the stories that they have to tell. And it's better when we try to find the good in other people and when we fi- try to find the value in other people and what they have to say. And that's how I have the attitude about this podcast that's the attitude that i have whenever i do any interviews i am not limited to the types of person that i'm looking for on this podcast the type of person i'm looking for is everyone (laughs) i feel like everyone has something valuable to add and even if it's something that you might find is 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 mediocre meaningless or small I don't see it that way, and I feel like other people, if they knew, if more people knew about that, then their lives would be enriched because of what you had to say, so if you're listening to this podcast, and I come to you one day and say, hey, I feel like you really should be a guest on the podcast, it's because I truly mean it, and it's not because I'm trying to create more content, and it's not because I just have a spot to fill, it's not because of that at all. In my mind, I have an infinite number of people to ask questions about because there's so many people in Grand Prairie that have something to add to our community and to the conversation. So it is not about me trying to just find the person that I think is the most interesting. It's that I find you interesting and I find what you have to say very valuable. So that's one of the reasons I started this podcast and I feel like for most people if you can find that thing that makes you special for me it's having conversations I feel like that's something I do better than anybody else and it's really not something I have to try very hard at it's something that comes natural to me but I feel like everyone has that thing that one thing that they're really good at that may seem silly and not like a valuable commodity in the world But everyone has that, and if everyone could find that and do that and find a way to add and not look at it as try to find a way to make money at it, but to try to find a way to use that one thing that you have that's special, that no one else has, to make the world around you a better place. I know that sounds so cliche, and it sounds so (laughs) self-help-y, but it's true, and if you use it for the good of others, it's astonishing what kind of difference that you could make so I say that because I wanted you to know more about me and about why I'm doing this and it's not just to make a gazillion dollars I'm not doing it because someone asked me to I'm not doing it just because I'm trying to find a way to fill time I'm doing this podcast because I truly truly love and am passionate about talking to people in this world and So I just really appreciate everyone that's listening. I hope this helps you learn a little bit more about me and my motivations. And I look forward to providing you more interviews with interesting people that live in your community because there are so many of them.